hello and welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we are going to be covering our words of the year. I'm going to be sharing my words of the year, why I chose them, and how I plan to let them kind of shape my year and make sure that I am filtering everything through those words of the year. I hope that this gives you guys some inspiration on how you can structure your word of the year and how you guys try to live that out in 2024. We're still in January. It is flying by. You still have plenty of year left to really pursue your dreams and goals and to live out your word of the year. Alrighty, let's jump into it. Do you wish that you can make money from home to give your family more financial freedom? Are you lacking purpose in your day-to-day routines as a stay-at-home mom? What if I told you that there was a way to have purpose outside of motherhood, build a business you are proud of, make money from home, and be totally present with your family? My name is Jolie Gregerson, stay-at-home mom to three young kiddos, coffee lover, business owner, and coach. And my mission is to help stay-at-home moms craft the foundation for their online business from the ground up so they can make money from home in a way that doesn't feel like they're losing time with their kids, which for me was during their nap times. If you're ready to build an online business in a way that allows you to remain a fully present and engaged mom and find purpose beyond motherhood, then this podcast is for you. Whether you're doing dishes, driving in the car, or listening in your small moments of me time, I'm happy to have you here. So grab a coffee and let's jump in. Hello, hello, and welcome back, guys. Happy Thursday. I'm recording this on a Wednesday night. It's pretty late per usual. A lot of these episodes are recorded late at night when my husband and kids go to bed, and that trend is continuing tonight. (laughs) I've definitely been wiped lately. I've just been exhausted. My daughter is going through her four-month sleep regression, or I guess you could call it three-month because she's not four months yet, but definitely going through a sleep regression. I feel like I'm back in the newborn stage, and so I have been pretty exhausted lately, but still chipping away, still making the progress on my business, still working on really fun things that's coming in this first quarter of the year. And just a reminder before we jump into it that I am doing a giveaway for either an Amazon gift card or massively discounted prices off my products I'm launching this I will also be giving away a couple of Starbucks gift cards if that is your thing and it's really simple to enter all you have to do is leave a review for the podcast I am running this giveaway through the end of February so you do have some time but I would just do it now while it's fresh in your mind it'll take 60 seconds I'm really trying to grow this brand and my visibility and my outreach to other moms um, just so I can make a bigger impact. And one of the biggest ways you can help me do that is by just taking a second out of your day and leaving a review. That really just bumps us up in the algorithm, helps me get in front of more moms, helps me be more searchable, and helps me make a bigger impact in their lives. And like I said, you can win some really cool prizes. So it's not just helping the cause. You can also get something in return, which I think is a win-win. Okay, so jumping into today's episode, I'm going to start off the episode by just saying my words of the year and how I'm kind of using them as a filter moving forward in my business. So my first word of the year is action. 
If you know, I talk a lot about taking bold, messy action and how I've learned in my entrepreneurial journey that taking messy action gets you so much further ahead than trying to be the person that studies everything and gets it perfect or feels like you know everything before actually taking that action. I have been on my entrepreneurial journey since 2018 and I will say that it took me years before I made any sort of income from my online business ventures and I have been on quite a few different ones. I've mentioned that in other podcast episodes. But one of the things that kept me from making an income sooner was A, I was way too cheap to invest in mentors. I was trying to duct tape my business together. I talk about that all the time on how I think finding a good mentor, making an investment is so crucial if you just want to move the needle in your business faster, if you want a roadmap, and you want to make sure that you're doing it the right way. So I was the queen of trying to duct tape my business together. I am a huge studier. I love learning. So I'm constantly reading self-development books, um, business books. Now I've taken quite a few courses. I listen to audiobooks all the time. I listen to all the podcasts. I just love learning about this space and I will continue to do that forever. This is amazing because it has kept me on the grind, learning, bettering myself, expanding my knowledge. But one of the things that I fall into because I am such a learner is just feeling like I need to keep learning more because there's still so much to learn. And it took me a while before I really embraced that I'm never going to know it all. Like even the people that are making multiple seven figures, they still have things to learn. And almost all of them I would actually say 99% of them have mentors at some capacity. They have mentors or mastermind groups, but they are still continuing to learn from others and expand their knowledge. And I naturally had all of those traits. I naturally have all of those traits to keep expanding my knowledge and not just falling off the bandwagon. The difference between those people who are making seven figures and what I was making, which is nothing at the time for years, is that they were taking action while they were learning, whereas I felt like I needed to just keep learning more and more and more and be an expert, which just wasn't realistic. It just meant that I was just continuing to learn, but also you don't know what you don't know until you find out that you don't know it. And sometimes that you can only find that out if you're taking that action. So I found that I would be studying and studying and studying getting further along or further ahead of myself than I the stage I was at. And then I would either forget some of the beginning steps because I was past that in my learning. And I didn't realize what I didn't know until I started actually taking the action. And then I had to go backwards, it kind of felt like. And it's only been the last couple years that I've been like, you know what, I'm taking bold, scared action. I don't care if I don't feel ready. I am going to take action and figure it out along the way. Um, Like I said, I had been studying it for years, so I had the knowledge. I just still, that imposter syndrome or that inner critic was still just keeping me from taking the action. And so that has been big the last few years. And especially in the last six months, I've really taken super bold action and put myself out there a lot. 
And I've seen great rewards from that. And so that's the trend that I want to continue is taking that bold action and doing it scared and having the confidence in myself because it's the difference between making a pretty good income from your business or scaling it to multiple six figures. And that's what I want to do. I want to grow Naptime Business Moms to be something really big and impact a lot of different moms, stay-at-home moms' lives and help them build their businesses while being an intentional mom in the cracks of motherhood. Like, that is my mission. That is my goal. And I can't achieve that if I don't take that bold action. And so when I chose my word of the year, action, then this is what I had in mind, this journey that I've been on. My other word of the year is trust. And this was inspired because I need to have trust in a lot of different areas of my life. Like I said, I have been on this entrepreneurial journey for a really long time. I have a ton of knowledge in this space, but I still wasn't trusting myself. Um, Or I wasn't putting myself out there because I was scared to trust what I know. I was scared to trust that I have all of this knowledge and I have the ability to help people. I knew I could, but I just kind of would wait for them to approach me because for some reason that felt less scary because it felt like they were approaching me. And so it was less pressure or something. I didn't know what was going through my mind, but I just didn't trust myself. I didn't trust that I had what it took to really make an impact in people's lives. And it wasn't until I started taking that bold action, um, taking on some clients that I realized, wow, I actually do have a lot of knowledge and can really help these people and have a gift at helping them in a way that cultivates that learning that they're looking for and doing it in a way that feels like it's not high pressure, they're not being judged, encouraging them as a mom, helping them work out the systems in their life so that way they can build their business while being that intentional mom. I realized that I do have these skills and I can make big impact in people's lives. And so I need to trust myself more on that. So the first part of my trust word of the year is trusting myself. And the second part is trusting God (laughs) and what he is calling me to do. Like I said, I think it was two episodes ago when I was talking about why I took a big break. And it was because we had COVID. But also, it was because I was kind of thinking about doing a sort of rebrand. And I didn't want to call it a rebrand because I wasn't changing anything about my mission. But what I was really being called to do was bring my faith or be more open about my faith on my platforms. And when I say that God was calling me to do this for months and it's all I could think about, it was heavy on my heart. I'm not kidding, but I did not put all of my trust in God. I had some fear wrapped around that, that people would not like that. Like, I know how the world is right now. I know how people view Christianity sometimes, and I was scared of people's reaction. And then I started thinking, I'm seriously not scared of people's reaction in any aspect of my life. (laughs) If anyone knows me, they know that I just do not care what other people think. I live my life how I want to live my life, And I really don't care about who has an opinion about me. (laughs) And so I was like, why am I 
not doing this in my business, especially around the most important thing, which is bringing glory to God and being a disciple for him. And it's not like I'm even switching my show to only serve Christian moms or I'm bringing faith into every single episode or I'm going to start pushing my faith on everyone. But I do want to incorporate faith as one of my pillars and have some faith-based episodes here and there. And the reason for this is because my goal in my show is to give moms all the tools they need in order to be successful in being an online business owner and a mom. And one of the big things that helps me is my faith. It keeps me grounded. It keeps me more patient with my kids. I'm a better mom when I am close to God. And so I was like, why am I keeping this out of my show? If it's going to help moms out there, or if it is going to draw one person closer to God and help them on their faith journey, then I am all for it. And I have done my job and that's all that matters to me. And it's really important in my life, which I am talking about on the show. So my second part being trust God, trust what God is calling me to do. I think that if he lays something really heavy on my heart, throughout this entire year and hopefully for the rest of my life, (laughs) I will be quicker to follow that call and not put it off so much. Trust that he has a plan. I know he has a plan for me adding faith as one of my pillars and adding some faith-based episodes in here. I know he has a plan for my business, Naptime Business Moms, and I know he has a plan for me and I know he has a plan for you. And so My second part of my word of the year trust is trust God. Okay, so I got my word of the year action and then my word of the year trust. And I just explained what each of those meant. And so now you're probably wondering how am I going to use my words of the year or how do you even use a word of the year? And how I am using my word of the year is I am going to filter some of my business decisions through that word or these words, since there's multiple. So when I'm making a decision, I will ask myself, is this me taking bold action? Or is this me not taking bold action? Like if I feel like I can't do something in my business because I have to learn more, I'm going to really use the word action to analyze if I am actually doing that, or if I am stalling and thinking, getting on a hamster wheel of, I need to know more. I'm going to really stop and analyze, do I need to know more or do I actually know a lot about it? (laughs) And I just feel like I have to be perfect at it before I take the action. And if I feel like I'm leaning more toward that, then I'm going to just stop what I'm doing right there, stop feeling like I need to learn more right then and there, and take that bold action. So I'm going to filter a lot of things through Am I taking action or am I stalling from taking action? And same goes for the word trust. When I feel like I'm unsure about something, then I'm going to say, am I not trusting myself and my abilities or am I not trusting God? And if the answer is no, then I'm going to go back to my first word of the year, which is action and take action trusting that God has equipped me with what I need. So trusting myself and that I am prepared, 
trusting God's plan and that he is leading me in the right direction. And if I am going against that and not putting my trust in myself and God, then I'm going to decide to lay it down and take the action and trust. So to wrap this up, if you have your words of the year, think of words that you can filter your your decisions through that will move the needle forward. That is why I chose action. That is why I chose trust. Because if I'm not taking bold action, then I'm staying in analysis paralysis and thinking that I need to keep learning more and more. Then I'm not moving the needle forward. And so I chose action because if I am getting stuck in analysis paralysis, needing to learn more, then I can go back to my word of the year and say, am I stalling or do I need to take bold action? And if I feel like I'm stalling, I take action based on filtering my decisions through that word, if that makes sense. And then same thing for the word trust. If I am not trusting myself, if I am not trusting God, then usually I'm stuck because I'm scared to go forward. I don't have the trust. I don't think that it's the right path or I'm questioning if it's the right path. And so if I filter my decisions through, am I trusting myself? Am I trusting God? and the answer is no, then I need to lay it down, pray about it, and put my trust in that, and that then move forward, not stay stuck. So both of my words of the year are things that will overcome something that might keep me stuck. So that's one of the ways you can think of your word of the year, but it can really be anything, anything that resonates with your heart, And then I just encourage you to filter your decisions to make sure that you are pursuing that word of the year and making sure that you keep coming back to it as a reminder throughout the year. Don't just, you know how some people are, they make their New Year's resolutions and then by mid-January, it's out of sight, out of mind. All of that New Year's hype has worn off and we're back to our old ruts. And I do not want that to happen for you You have to keep coming back to it. You have to write it in your planner. You have to put it on a sticky note on your mirror and keep it in the forefront of your mind in order to keep moving the needle forward, especially in those times when we start to be demotivated. So these are just some suggestions on how you could structure your word of the year or just some ideas or inspiration. And then also letting you guys in on my words of the year and why I chose them. We're still in January, so that's why I decided to do this episode now and as a reminder to myself so that I can come back and listen to my word of the year for 2024 and at the end of 2024, I want to come back and listen to this and be like, wow, I really implemented, I really moved the needle forward, I really did pursue these words of the year. And I want that for you too. I want it here as a reminder to myself though. And so that's why I decided to put it in here. I hope this gave you some inspiration or some ideas on how you can do it for yourself. On that note, I am wrapping it up. It's getting late here. I'm ready for bed. This sleep regression is killing me. (laughs) I will see you guys in the next one. Bye guys. Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode. I hope you got some sort of value today that you can either apply to your business or your life as a busy mom. The biggest way you can show your support for my show is to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. 
Also, sharing this podcast with another mom who might want to start her own online business during her kids' nap times. I really appreciate each one of you that are spreading the word about my show as it helps me to grow, reach, and help more stay-at-home moms build a business and bless their family. I'll see you guys in the next episode.